episode 26. Good morning, everybody. Hope everyone is doing well. Um, this is a new segment I'm going to start called Answering Reddit. Um, so basically, I go on Reddit, browse some questions that I find from maybe find folks like you that are posting on Reddit about personal finance and just answering those here. So um, want to address a couple things. First, there is a new area on the website, www.millennialecon.com, that allows you to ask questions that will be answered and featured on the podcast. So if you have a question, if you have a scenario in your life, um, if you have some money that you've stumbled upon and you're wanting to know what to do with it, I would love to answer that question and feature it on the podcast. I think it'd be a really cool way for us to interact. You can go to the website right there on the homepage is a form. Um, you fill that out. I will review submissions and you might have the chance of being featured on the podcast. So I'd um, love for you to do that. And secondly, and lastly, um, if you're not subscribed to the Millennial Economics Newsletter, I would highly encourage you to do so. It's the best way to get the content that I produce here directly to your inbox. I only send them, I only send the emails about once every two to three weeks. Um, so it's not any, going to be anything that I uh, am flooding your inbox with. But again, you can go to the website, www.millennialecon.com. Scroll to the bottom of the homepage. All you have to do is type in your email and you will be subscribed. And when you do subscribe, um, you will get our, or my quick guide to financial success. Um, just a two-page PDF um, with some things that I like to, to speak on um, and talk to people about regarding how to become financially fit. Um, you will get that totally free. So let's get right into it. So the post that I found, um, it was posted just a couple days ago here, um, and it's titled Investing Versus Debt. And the, we'll read the post here. Hello there, I'm 26 and decided to finally take finance seriously. I'm currently $18,000-ish in debt. I dumped my RRSP 6,000-ish to get it down to there. I don't think this was the best decision in the long run. I've heard saving while in debt costs your money because the interest would cost you more over time than the interest. <laughs> However, my question is, if I'm saving and also investing, would it make sense if my investments offset my interest charge and I take a little longer to pay the debt off. So, and again, obviously there were some, some grammatical and spelling errors there. Um, but in essence, the, the poster or the writer of that post is asking, you know, how do I balance paying off debt and investing my money? And I think it's a great question because most of the people out there probably have debt, probably have multiple forms of debt, but they're hearing a lot of things now, especially with all of the apps that are available and how um, it, it seems like information about investing is becoming more common, um, especially as you get older, right? You're thinking about different things. You're thinking about your future. You're no longer in high school, maybe, and you know, just saving up to go out to eat with the, with the buddies. Especially now, um, over the past week or two or three um, with the whole GameStop thing, it seems like everybody wants to start investing and, and get involved. So, um, But if you have debt, you know you need to balance that out. So here's what I have done for myself. Um, and again, I'm not a professional. I'm not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice, purely for entertainment purposes here. Um, but I think there, there is better, there, there is no necessarily good debt in my opinion, right? Because if you had cash to pay for things, 
I think that's the best way to go for me because I don't like risk. I'm not a huge fan of risk. Um, so you might read some articles about leveraging other people's debt for real estate. Um, that's something that I might do in the future, but only when it makes financial sense to me and the risk is low enough that I feel like I could take that plunge with my family. Uh, meaning I have a lot in reserves and an emergency fund. You know, my, my liquid investments um, through my brokerage are, are high enough to where if there was an emergency, I'd be able to cover myself. You know, I'm not going out and leveraging other people's debt while I'm not in a great financial position myself, right? So a lot of people might tell you, you know, leverage other people's debt if it's going to be for an investment. Okay, I understand the logic in that, um, but I think that in extreme moderation and doing that with extreme wisdom is an okay scenario. So if you have debt in, as in a mortgage, as do I, um, maybe you have some debt for real estate, investment real estate, okay? Um, I think it would be okay to invest while having that debt. Now, if you have high interest personal debt or personal loans with a credit union or family and friends, or you have student loans, um, any, any high interest debt, I do not recommend investing. And here's why. You're paying interest on that money that you have with your lender, right? And so essentially what you're doing in, in one bucket because investing sounds cool and it sounds exciting is you're pursuing a 7 to 10% return on your investment each year. That's about average. While you're paying possibly 15, 20, 25% interest on the debt that you have. So if you want guaranteed returns in a non-sexy way, paying off the debt is going to get you guaranteed returns of however much interest you are paying on that debt. So why would you pursue 7 to 10% when you can have guaranteed 15, 20, 25% returns? So that's the way that I go about thinking about things. Now, some people might say, well, you know, I have a lot of debt, maybe, I don't even know, whatever, whatever type of debt you want to, what you want to call it. I have a lot of debt, but it's only, you know, 5%. So wouldn't I be better, it only has 5% interest, so wouldn't I be better investing in the stock market or investing in real estate or what have you, um, even while I have this debt? Well, Possibly, yes, your 7% return could outperform the interest you have on a 5% note. But the one thing that you're not considering is risk. You know, So if you lose your job, you still have that payment. We'll call it on a car. You still have that payment on a car, right? You can't get rid of that. The person who, uh, your lender for that car note is not going to say, oh, you lost your job, no problem. Um, pay me next year when you when you have the money. No, they're going to keep coming for you. If you don't have that debt, you can stop investing and you're okay. And a matter of fact, your investments are still going to grow even when you don't have that job or even when you're not continually paying into that investment account or that investment vehicle. So it really depends on risk tolerance, right? Don't think of it purely in numbers. Make sure you're thinking about it holistically, and the risk involved with it all. Um, I understand people, and this, this won't be me, this isn't the strategy that I necessarily take, that want to pay off their mortgage. I understand the, the reasoning. They want to be free of any debt. They don't want to owe anybody a dime. And I admire that. 
right? So they, they're not going to say, well, my interest rate on my mortgage is 2.99%. So I'm just going to keep that mortgage and I'm going to invest in a brokerage to get that 7 to 10%. When it comes down to the numbers, that makes a lot of sense. But for them and their situation and their wants and desires, they don't want to owe anybody any money so they can be free. So they're forfeiting 7 to 10% to pay off their mortgage. I can respect that. I can absolutely respect that. And then there are also some people, I kind of fall in this bucket myself, that's okay with having a mortgage because the money that they typically will get in the market or with another investment vehicle will be more, will out, outperform the interest they have on their mortgage. I respect that too. What I don't understand and what I don't think is wise is when people are investing with credit card debt that exceeds 7 to 10%. Or maybe you have a loan for 6% and you think you can outperform in the market that 6% interest you have on your loan with 7 to 10, well, to me, that 1% to 4% that I might gain in the market isn't worth forfeiting paying off that debt. I like minimal risk. I think a mortgage is a pretty, is a pretty risk-averse loan to have. I don't think high-interest credit card debt is, is, um, is low risk to carry on your, your balance sheet <laughs> on your monthly budget. So to answer this, this Redditor, I would focus on paying off everything other than a mortgage that they may have, and I don't think that they have a mortgage. I would work on paying down all of my debt and then starting to invest. I think that's the wise decision to go. Peace of mind, I think, is incredibly underrated in our society. Freedom, I think, is incredibly underrated in our society. It's becoming more prevalent and freedom's voice is speaking more loudly than it ever has before. But I still think it's underrated. So break those chains, break those ties that you have to all these lenders. And then when you get there, it's hard work and it's not glamorous, but then when you get there, you'll be able to invest more freely. And, and that freedom will seep down into so many parts of your life. So many parts of your life, your work, your personal life, with your friends, the way you're able to invest, the diligence that you're able to put toward your investing are all going to feel that freedom of not having a ton of debt weighing you down. And we can get into my opinions on debt further because they have actually evolved a bit from maybe five years ago. Um, not a lot, <laughs> very minimally. Um, but they have evolved, so maybe that's another another episode that I can put out to give you my thoughts on that. But um, that's what I wanted to talk about. I appreciate the time, everybody, um, and hope you all have a great day. We'll talk soon.